to south of Houston. I was preaching a revival in a church south of there. Because today is the 10th anniversary of 9-11, we have declared today to be Hero Day. There were a lot of heroes that stepped up to try and help rescue the survivors of the attacks of 9-11. The firefighters at Ground Zero were absolutely amazing. Firefighters are heroes because they're always running into buildings that everybody else is running out of. Do we have any firefighters or former firefighters here this morning? If so, would you please stand so that we can acknowledge you, honor you, and thank you today. We had some that were coming, but evidently maybe they'll be in the second service. Policemen are also heroes. They help keep us safe. Do we have any policemen or former policemen here today? If so, would you please stand so that we can... Honor you and thank you today. Amen. And by the way, sir, I'm sorry I was speeding before service. How about military personnel, either active or veterans? Would you please stand so that we can honor you and acknowledge you and thank you today? You are our heroes today. There are two things about heroes that I want to talk about today. First of all, I want to suggest this morning that everyone needs a hero. These young staff members, I'll tell you. Would you agree with me this morning that everybody needs a hero? As I was putting this message together, I began to think back over my life and began to recall the heroes of mine throughout my life. I remembered back when I was just a little bitty boy, and yeah, that was a long, long time ago. When I was a little boy, I, I absolutely loved baseball. I lived for baseball, and Maybe bragging, but I was good at it. One year in Little League, my batting average was 598. 598. That means six out of ten times I got a hit more than anyone on the team. Went the entire season and didn't strike out even one time. One most valuable player on my team. And during those years, my heroes were people like Mickey Mantle. Roger Marish, 
Whitey Ford, Willie Mays. My favorite baseball team back then, don't boo, was the New York Yankees. I didn't live in Texas at the time. I can still remember the lineup for the world champs, New York Yankees. The catcher was Yogi Berra. The pitcher, right-handed, was Ralph Terry. Left-handed was Whitey Ford. On first base was Joe Pepitone. Second base was uh, Bobby Richardson. Third base was Cleet Boyer. Shortstop was Tony Kubek. Left field was Tom Trash. Center field was Mickey Mantle. And right field was Roger Maris. Superman was my superhero of choice in those days. In junior high and in high school, my heroes were my baseball coach and, and my football coach. When I got married and entered the ministry, my early ministry heroes were men like Dan Schaefer, Richard Dortch, Marvin Gorman. Everybody needs a hero. Let me just take a moment this morning and share three qualities of a true hero. First of all, I believe that a true hero will be a person of courage. Heroes possess unbelievable courage. It takes a lot of courage for a firefighter to stare down a raging fire. Policemen must have Incredible courage. You, you can't chase bad guys with guns and place your life on the line without courage. In the Bible, David was a courageous hero. We understand David, the youngest son of Jesse. We understand one day he was taking supplies to his big brothers who were supposedly in a battle. But when David gets to where the battle is, there's no battle going on at all. Because David's big brothers, who should have been David's heroes, were hiding from the giant Goliath and unwilling to fight. They were fearful. They were afraid. They were shaking in their boots. Somebody needed to step up that day and be a hero, and that's exactly what David did. And you know the story well of David and Goliath. Jay Tucker was also a hero. Jay Tucker was an Assemblies of God missionary to Zaire. And when he went to Zaire, this missionary, Tucker, was told, whatever you do, do not go into the most northern part of Zaire, because if you go into the very most northern part of Zaire, you will not come back alive. Missionary Jay Tucker said, I read nowhere in the Great Commission about coming back. It only says to go. And Jay Tucker went and they bludgeoned him to death and fed his body to the alligator. Heroes possess courage. But not only do heroes possess courage, but another quality of a hero I believe is compassion. Compassion. In, Ma in Mark chapter 2, the story is recorded of the paralytic who was carried by his four friends to where Jesus was in order that Jesus might heal their friend. You know the story. These four men placed their friend on a stretcher and they took him to where Jesus was. But when they got there, they could not uh, get him into the house because the Bible says that the house was filled with people. 
Well, somebody came up with an incredible idea. They would carry their friend uh, uh, on, on the stretcher. They would carry him up on top of the house, and they would take off some of the roof, uh, uh, and then they would put uh, ropes on the end of each corner of the stretcher, and they would lower their friend down into the, into the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's exactly what they did. Uh, and I believe that must have been compassion on steroids. Oh, I understand that it was Jesus that healed this man, but this man would have never gotten into the presence of Jesus without the help of his four hero friends. Everybody needs a hero. David Livingston was a hero. He was one of the very first missionaries to arrive in Africa. Livingston had an insatiable love and compassion for Africa, literally giving his life for the people of Africa, ministering there for decades. In his latter years, he he became so sick and he became so feeble that all that he could do would be to lie in bed and pray. And he would have his African friends prop him up in his bed so that he would not fall over. And he would literally pray all night long for his beloved land and people. David Livingston died propped up in bed praying for Africa. The African people loved David Livingston. And they carried his body on a stretcher literally for days to be placed on a ship to be brought back to his homeland of England to be honored by the queen and then buried in his native country. Once the people of England met with the people of Africa to take from them the the dead body of David Livingston, one of the African men pulled out a long knife and thrust it into David Livingston's chest. And he stuck his hand into David Livingston's body and pulled out his heart. And everyone from England gasped. The African men said, though, to the men of England, David Livingston's body might belong to England, but his heart belongs to Africa. And David Livingston's heart was buried in Africa. There's a memorial there to this day. I believe David Livingston was a compassionate hero to Africa. Notice one more quality of a true hero, and I believe that is character. Character. You see, only true heroes possess character. And there are some that we thought were heroes, but they had no character. They were not heroes at all. Only Imposters. A little boy dressed up like Jesus for Hero Day at school. And he dresses up like Jesus and he goes to school for Hero Day. Another little boy made fun of him and made fun of his costume and called him Little Bo Peep. The little boy dressed up like Jesus beat him up. Only true heroes possess character. 
Perhaps the, the greatest hero in the Bible who possessed impeccable character was a man by the name of Joseph, sold out by his brothers, sold out by his master's wife, sold out by the very one that he helped while in prison. And yet when the page was turned, and yet when Joseph was now in charge, when revenge was available to Joseph, his character would not allow it. And Joseph became a hero to Egypt and its surrounding countries. You see, it was his plan that sustained everybody during seven years of famine. Everybody needs a hero. But not only does everybody need a hero, but I also believe that everybody needs to be a hero. Not only do we need a hero, but we need to be a hero. There are people that are depending upon us to be a hero to them. First of all, I believe we need to be a hero to our family. Men, your wife needs you to be a hero to her. She needs you to be a hero to her. She needs you to be her knight in shining armor. She needs for you to, to get out of bed every single morning, go out and kill something and drag it home. She needs you to provide for her and her family. She needs you to, to lead. She needs you to be an example to the kids, to be a rock. She needs you to be stable. She needs you to be dependable. And dads, your kids need you to be a hero to them. Two of the biggest highlights of my life are, first of all, an essay written by my son when he was in high school. The assignment was to write about your hero, and my son wrote his essay about me. Of course, I still have the essay. The second and equal is a poem written by my daughter after she was married, and in this poem, my daughter called me her Hero, let me tell you something. It doesn't get any better than that. Susanna Wesley, mother of Charles and John Wesley, spent one hour every single day shut up with God alone in her bedroom praying for her two sons. And these two men were instrumental in bringing revival to England. Susanna Wesley was a hero. To her family. Catherine Booth stood boldly before God every single day in prayer and boldly declared, I will not be the mother of a wicked child. I will not be the mother of a wicked child. And she was not. Her son, William Booth, was the founder of the Salvation Army. Catherine Booth was a hero to her family. Not only do we need to be a hero to our family, but also to our friends. In Mark chapter 2 that we talked about a few moments ago, these four men were heroes to their paralytic friend. 
Can you even imagine how grateful he was to them because through their love and because of their efforts toward him, he was brought into the presence of Jesus and Jesus healed him. No doubt when this man told his story about his healing, uh, not only did he tell of Jesus who had the power to heal him, but no doubt he also told about his four friends uh, who brought him to where Jesus was. Our friends need us to be a hero to them. I have a very, very good friend in Midland who was going through a very difficult time in his life and in his ministry. This was probably 18, 19, 20 years ago. And yet to this day, he talks about how our friendship, and because of uh, our friendship, his opportunity to vent his feelings to me nearly every single day. Nearly 20 years later, he still talks about it and says, because I was there for him, he was able to get through what he was going through. A few years later, I needed him to be a hero for me. Our friends need us to be a hero for them. They need us to to, to, to lean on in difficult Times, I ask you this morning, will you be a hero to your friends? Everyone needs to be a hero to our fellow workers. Because everybody is looking for a leader to follow. Somebody who is several paces ahead. Somebody who is, who is doing it bigger and better and is willing to show us the way. Someone who isn't content with the status quo. Someone who is first to arrive in the morning and last to go home in the evening. Somebody with integrity. Somebody with enthusiasm. Somebody with initiative. I ask you this morning, will you be a hero to your fellow workers? Well, there are many, many heroes. Policemen are heroes. Firefighters are heroes. Soldiers are heroes. I believe missionaries are heroes. Parents can be heroes. But I cannot talk about heroes today without talking about the greatest hero of all. And the greatest hero of all is not Mickey Mantle or Roger Maris. It's not Superman or Batman or Spider-Man or Wonder Woman. But the greatest hero of all is Jesus. You see, he fulfilled all three of the qualities of a hero. 
How about courage? John 3.16 says that God so loved this world that he gave his one and only son that whoever would believe upon him would not have to perish but would enjoy everlasting life. And Acts chapter 4 and verse 12 says that nor is uh, there salvation in any other name for there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Let me ask you the question this morning, what if Jesus would not have been willing to be our Savior? Let me ask you this morning, did God have a backup plan? No. No, my friend, if Jesus would not have been willing to come to earth and become our Savior, if Jesus would not have been willing to be our hero, I'm telling you that every man, woman, boy, and girl would have been eternally lost. And I suggest today that it took a lot of courage for Jesus to come to earth and die on the cross. Oh, if Jesus would have come as the Son of God, if he would have come as the Son of God with all of his rights and powers and privileges as Son of God, it wouldn't have taken any courage at all. You see, nails and spears and scourging can't hurt God. It would be impossible to inflict physical pain on God. But Jesus didn't come to earth as son of God. He came as son of man. Oh, I understand he was still son of God, but he didn't use any of his powers or privileges as son of God. Oh, he was not half man and half God. No, sir, he was 100% man and 100% God. And yet, and yet he endured all of his afflictions and performed all of his deeds as son of man. It was Jesus, son of man, that took the scourging on the whipping post with the cat of nine tails. Jesus, son of man, did that. It was Jesus, son of man, that endured the slapping and the spitting in the face and the, and the jeering and the cursing and the swearing and the ridiculing. It was Jesus, son of man. It was Jesus, the Son of Man, that carried his cross up Golgotha's hill and then submitted to that horrible and unbelievable death called crucifixion. Oh, what courage it took for Jesus to endure what he endured and to do it not for himself. He was sinless, but to do it for us who were sinners. Romans 5 and 8, God demonstrated his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Not only did Jesus have courage, but I also believe that he had compassion. Psalm 111 and 4, the Lord is gracious and full of compassion. John 15 and 13, greater love has no one than this than to lay down one's life for his friends. Friends, the world asked Jesus, how much do you love us? And Jesus stretched out his arms on the cross and said, I love you this much. But not only did Jesus fulfill the first two qualities of a hero, courage and compassion, but also the third character. True heroes possess character. No one before, no one since has equaled the character of the Lord Jesus Christ. Second Corinthians 5 and 21, For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, 
that we might become the righteousness of God in him. And 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 21 and 22, Christ Jesus left us an example. He committed no sin, nor was deceit found in his mouth. Jesus possessed impeccable character. He was perfect and sinless. And Hebrews 4 and 15 says that he was in all points tempted like as we are, yet he never sinned. Did you hear what the Bible said? The Bible said that everything that we have ever encountered, everything that we have ever endured, amen, every temptation that we have ever been tempted with, the Bible says that Jesus was tempted in all points, in every point, just as we are, yet he never sinned. Yes, my friends, Jesus is the greatest hero of all. And just as Superman would arrive just at the nick of time and rescue those in distress, so Jesus has arrived in our lives just in the nick of time, just before Satan would carry us off to hell. Jesus has arrived just in time to save us. Would you give a shout of cheer and praise to Jesus Christ, the greatest hero of all. That your heads are bowed and your eyes are closed today.